Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ashley Elysian Speaks. This is only for those of you that follow my podcast. This is not going on YouTube. I might bring this message up, though, um, next Monday. So be on the lookout for episode six of Ashley Elysian Speaks on YouTube. But um, I have a quick message, okay? I didn't think that I was going to bring this up um, ever again because I'm so far past it. Um, But I'm healing, you know, every day, slowly but surely, okay? So when I first started my podcast, my intentions were to help other women who had experienced or were experiencing um, toxic, domestic, violent relationships, okay? Um, I felt like I was very proud of myself because I had broken free from a relationship like that, which I talked about quite a bit. Like I said, that is kind of why I started my podcast, because I wanted to inspire other women or other people who felt held down by another individual or, you know, just in some sense. Just I wanted to um, help. You know, I wanted to be able to speak some encouragement to these people um, that could relate to my story. So it's been a little while since I talked about that because I've had so many, so much more to share um, with my listeners, okay? Someone just reached out to me, and I'm not going to share their name. I'm going to keep that anonymous because that's what I said I was going to do. They said they didn't mind me sharing this message because it really spoke to them, and they felt like I should share it, share it with my audience as well. So, okay, <laughs> you know, um... Um, a lady I know just reached out to me and said that um, she had just gotten into an altercation with her man and he put his hands on her. Um, Now, she had actually brought this. She brought up the fact to me that she brought up to me, sorry, that their relationship was not in a good place a long time ago. But she never said that it was um, physically violent or anything like that. Um, It was more so verbal and more of um, him playing on her insecurities and stuff like that, which is still abusive. But, you know, in a different context. Now I'm finding out that she's being physically abused. Um, and this is an energy I have been picking up. If y'all checked out previous episode, my recent episodes, okay, I was picking up something about women oppression or breaking free from um, strongholds, <clears throat> um, especially something to do with the mind, um, an illusion being placed pl- placed around women or um, around those of us that feel like we can't break free from something, okay. Anyways. She uh she reached out to me and, and you know told me all this stuff. I knew right then as she was talking that I couldn't tell her girl leave him because she wasn't going to do that. I thought she left before this situation even happened. I thought she had already left when she brought it up to me the first time. If there's anything I if if there's a woman listening to this um and you are in an abusive relationship whether it's verbally or physically, okay? But I'm really talking to my ladies who are being physically abused right now, okay? If there's one thing that I can say to you that's not so cliche, like, girl, just leave him. He don't love you, da-da-da-da-da. That's not going to make you leave. I know that, all right? 
But I will say this. Don't wait until it's too late for you to walk away. As women, we go out of our way to protect these men that do this type of shit. We make sure they don't go to jail. We lie to the police when neighbors and strangers call for us. We protect these men like we are our fucking mothers. But what you don't know and what you will realize, and if you already haven't, is that they don't give a damn about you like that. Crazy, right? Because they swear they love you and when you try to leave, they crying and snotting and shit. But they don't mind throwing you under the bus. They don't mind lying to you. They don't mind making you look like the crazy one. Oh, and trust and believe, they don't mind seeing your ass go to jail before they ever would. These men have like a coward mentality. You know, they 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 like females in a man body or something. No offense to my trans, transgender people and all that shit, but you know what I'm trying to say. I ain't got time to protect nobody's feelings right now. Okay, I'm trying to say some real shit because it's real out here. Women lose their lives every day to domestic violent relationships, to men putting their hands on them. And we ignore these red flags so much so until we get to a into a position where we lit literally cannot walk away. And by the end of it all, you look like the crazy one. Is that what you want for yourself? You okay with that? You okay with the possibility of that man that's putting his hands on you right now? You okay with the possibility of this man looking like the righteous one while he's dragging you, beating your ass behind closed doors and making you look like an idiot outside to everybody else? You okay with that? You okay with being the example to your kids? Letting them know that this is this is how men should treat women. You okay with that? Of course not. But maybe you just needed to hear somebody break it down like that. This is what you're telling yourself. This is what you're telling your kids. And the only reason I could speak like this with so much passion is because I've been there. I am a mother. I was in that type of relationship. Like I just said. And I watched my son watch me get treated like that, talked to like that, yelled at like that by somebody bigger than me. And then one day I was in, he had got me in a position where I almost lost everything, where I was going to be the one to be losing everything. I couldn't do that to my son. He deserved better than that. And I deserve way better than that. But how am I to be a mother to a kid if I can't even love myself first enough to walk away from some shit like that? You understand what I'm saying? Don't wait until it's too late to walk away. Don't let that man put you in a situation where you are so fucked that you can't walk away. That you can't be the one to get out and go get your kids. That you the one that's out on the street. Don't wait. 
make an escape plan, talk to somebody, ask for help. Don't and don't take I can't help you right now. I can't you you stand up for yourself. You demand peace in your life. You demand to be treated better than that. Take your goddamn power back. Don't let no man do that shit to you. Because I, I guarantee if you ever was brave enough to walk away, you will you don't look back and you're going to say to yourself, I cannot believe that I ever let somebody treat me like that. And not only that, you're not even going to be attracted to that type of person no more. And just from, like I said, I've been there, I've done that, so I know. And I can also tell you that once you start thinking highly of yourself, you attract people who think the same way about you. It'll be revealed to you. When I was in that relationship, my reality was different. I thought the world was against me because in my own damn house, the person that I loved was against me. It manifests outside you in so many different ways. Don't let that person be the writer of your damn story. Don't let this person control your reality. You have to be able to start again. Life is so much different. Take it from me. Sacrifice what is not good for you. Take your life back. All right? So hopefully that spoke to somebody who needed to hear it. Um, and I'm going to leave that there. Be sure to, to uh, be on the lookout for episode six. It'll be on YouTube on Monday. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian. And until next time, be brave and have peace. Bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm back with part two of this message. I hope that you um, got something from part one. I wanted to come back on and do a part two because I wanted to um, just share another part, another message that I had shared with the woman that I discussed in part one. Okay, I spoke with her again. And I remember her just telling me how she just wasn't even thinking straight. She feels extremely weak um, and and she's just very depressed. And I'm just want to share with y'all because I, I know anybody that's listening to this right now, either you remember what that felt like or you're experiencing this same shit right now. You feel me? So I want to share with y'all what I said to her because it wasn't until I got out of this my own situation where I could speak from this perspective. Okay. When she was telling me that she felt weak and, and all of that, I basically said to her, um, who exactly do you, who exactly are you expecting to feel bad for you? Now, I know you're probably thinking that sound harsh, but she know me well enough for me to say it like that. But the only reason I said it like that is because that's real. When we cry and we act vulnerable over the things that people are doing to us, are we expecting that person that's, do that's doing this shit to us? Are we expecting them to one day magically be sorry and change their ways? Are we wasting time in our life waiting on somebody else to get where we're coming from? That's what I was trying to explain to her. I was trying to say, like, the more you cry, the more you tell him you're tired, the more you crumble into what he wants you to, the, the more you crumble, you're feeding his ego. You're feeding this beast, this beast that gets off on your, on sucking your energy dry, like an energy vampire. 
You know what I'm saying? And what I basically needed her to understand or what I would like for her to understand and anybody else that's listening is that this is not for the other person to understand. If you are in a relationship where somebody is beating your ass, degrading you, got other bitches calling your phone or making you feel like you in competition with other people and shit, this is not their lesson to learn. For all you know, that person could be like that until the day they die. And you know how some men are set in their ways and some women are too. But let's stick to the message, all right? Some people get set in their ways and they don't see nothing else but that. They don't, they feel justified. They don't feel bad. And honestly, like I said, it's not for them to do that. Because at the end of the day, they came into your reality. And they're creating the reality that they want you to be in. And I asked her, I said, you know, you telling me all the things that you do for him and why? Because she's confused. She's saying, I do X, Y, and Z for this man. So why is he treating me like this? Why are you allowing it is really the question. See, things come into our life, like I said in part one, as manifestations of a lesson that we need to learn. It's not to really tear down the other person. It's messed up that that person couldn't see what's good in you, couldn't see that you deserve better. But at the end of the day, I I remember telling her, I don't know what you was what you thought about yourself before you got in this relationship, but whatever you was thinking definitely manifested through him. And so now you have to teach us. You have to not teach yourself. Now you have to um, understand the lesson in this and what you want the outcome to be. You know what I'm saying? This is, um, we, we, we spend a lot of time pointing fingers at the person that's hurting us when we, as crazy as it sounds, you know, as, as harsh as it's going to sound, we are way more accountable to, we are way more accountable than we think in regards to what happens to us. Now, there are situations that are way more serious. I understand that where you cannot simply walk away from somebody. You got some crazy ass people out here that, you know, will take a woman's life if she tries to get away. And in those instances, I would say, please speak up as much as you. I don't care if you have to go out in the middle of the street and let your neighbors know, scream to the top of your lungs. I need help. This man is going to kill me. This man is going to do something to me. Call the police. Make a big fucking deal. Let these motherfuckers know they met they match. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just, this weak shit does not help the person that's being beat on. It, it don't, it don't make that person feel bad. The one that's doing it to you, he don't give a damn. He gonna do it again. And he low key loves when you cry like that. He love when you balled up in a fetal position. They love that shit. They love the fear and the control of it all. And the more you go along with it, it just feeds this beast. It feeds that ego. So like I said, when you decide to become accountable is when shit changes. And like I said, I'm only saying all of this because I've been there. And now I'm on the outside. And like she said, when you're on the outside, everything seems so clear. You know what this person needs to do. You know how they need to wise up. But when you're in it, everything is dark. And you can't see nothing past the fact that you love that person. But like I said, why are you protecting somebody who don't give a damn about protecting you? 
If he beating your ass, he don't give a fuck about hurting you. He doesn't care about your well-being. And you know, what the interesting part was I asked her, are you scared? So scared, like, 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 are you scared, like, um, in terms of, does he threaten to, you know, take your life or anything? And, uh, she said, no, no, no. And ain't that interesting? We think a nigga just gonna beat on us, but he ain't capable of killing us. You see how irrational we sound in these, um, in these relationships? We, we can't, we just, we don't even know how we sound to people. Cause we are so stuck in this spell. So stuck in this, this mindset. Where you are not in control of your own reality. I guarantee if she was to have a dream right now about a car, he would be driving, not her. Okay, and I only say that because I know a little something about dreams, all right? And I know a little something about cars and dreams, all right? Okay, but um, that's a big message for whoever needed to hear that. If you having dreams right now about cars and you're not the one driving and if somebody else driving, that means that that person is in control of your life. Or in control of whatever circumstance or whatever is going on at that moment in your life. Okay. All right, y'all. Let me get up out of here. Thank you so much for listening. I wish the best for anybody that is going through a relationship like this. Um, if you are, if you are feeling helpless and you don't know what to do, please reach out for help. Call the domestic violence hotline. Get a PPO. Do what you have to do. Make a big fucking deal. Start speaking up to people. Let people know what you're going through. But also, you know, if you're going to be in this type of relationship and you're going to reach out to people, you know, don't get upset when people start to um, take up for you. They try to help you. Don't get upset about that. Understand God sends angels to you. Because he know you need help. You know what I'm saying? But also for anybody that's, you know, um, connected to somebody that's going through something like this, don't get offended when this person, you know, becomes very guarded because you're um, interfering in, in this type of relationship. You see what I'm saying? When you in an abusive relationship, this the person that's being abused, they need somebody to vent to. You know what I'm saying? Or they might just bust out in tears. You just never know. But they might vent to you. But then when you start trying to help that person, you'll notice that there, well, sometimes it's going to happen all the times, but majority of times you'll notice that that the person that is being abused is very guarded and very protective over her abuser. So then they, they, they let you in, but only enough to listen to them. They don't want you to say nothing to nobody and they don't want you to do nothing. Because at the end of the day, if you do it like that, it's just going to push that person deep closer to her abuser. It's going to make her feel all alone in this world with him. You feel me? So understand if somebody that you're connected to is in an abusive relationship or you are in an abusive relationship, the big message here is that that person has to get tired on their own. All you can do is listen, be a, you know, um, be a listening ear and pray for that person. Okay. And all I'm saying to the person that's, that, you know, is in a relationship and, and is going through that. All I'm saying is remember what I said in part one, don't wait until it's too late to walk away. Don't let them take everything you got and, and, and just leave you so messed up out here. All right. Okay. 
I hope this message helped. Thank you so much again for listening. Be on the lookout for episode six of Ashley Elysian Speaks on YouTube, um, which will be posted tomorrow, Monday. Um, thank you so much again for those who have checked out my videos and my previous episodes of my podcast. I appreciate you all. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian. And until next time, be brave and have faith. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ashley Elysian Speaks. I hope you all are doing amazing on this wonderful yet hot ass Friday. <laughs> um, I was going to make a video, but y'all, I just didn't feel like, you know, getting all together to get on the camera and all that shit. Like, it's super fucking hot. Uh, I'm like literally just chilling in my basement. But anyways, um... I have been channeling intuitively some messages for the last two weeks, and I've been sharing. Well, I've always been like that, but I've been sharing them um, on video, you know, just showing myself on video for the last two weeks. Um, but this message that I have today is, is <clears throat> it is so, um, it was kind of mind-blowing for me once I realized what exactly I was tapping into that I, I really just didn't know if I should get on camera. Um, I felt like like my intuition was telling me to just use my voice to deliver this message, okay? So, first of all, there's a light that's being shown on something. A light in the dark, Okay. And this light, okay, oh, wow, wow, wow. Slow down, Ashley, hold on. Okay. Because I just thought about when we close our eyes, and they say that's the best way to meditate, right, and gain clarity and all this stuff, but doing it in the dark, right? But, like, when you open your eyes, it's this illusion world. So I don't know. Anyways, um, there's a light being shown on something, all right? And then I had this message about 13, and I think I was picking up on Revelation 13. Another message I was getting was something about identity, ID entity, okay? Something about identity and how we identify um, with our flesh. So there was a message I was getting about making sure that we are fully aware and making a conscious and heartfelt decision to choose to identify as a spirit and not as our outside flesh, okay? There's something about the outside looking one way, but being it's different on the inside. Um, if you've been checking out my podcast, you might have heard me say that recently. <clears throat> also... um, I've been picking up this message about women oppression. And I also was picking up the message shit. Okay. So I didn't know what the hell shit meant, but I was getting something about you don't think shit of these people that used to judge you or whatever the hell, or um, these people used to think a particular person wasn't shit. You know, an emphasis on used to and blah, blah, blah. So because there's something coming back around. Okay, so there was a used to energy here, but it's coming now is is something is being done differently, a new tactic or new tactic or something. But 
What I believe I'm picking up on is some type of devil energy. This devil energy doesn't think shit of the spirit in the body, something like that. Okay, I can't really, um, because there's something here about the soul. There's, there's a message here about bearing the soul. The, the devil wants to see your soul. It, um, it won't, okay, just like, okay, y'all know that movie Jeepers Creepers, right? And remember this part, um, and also Jeepers Creepers came out in 2003, okay, 333. Now it's 433 on the clock, all right? Um, anyways, remember this part on Jeepers Creepers where the, the monster looking thingy is on the other side of this two way mirror. It's towards the end of the movie, right? And Derry and his sister is on the other side, arguing, scared, don't know exactly what they should do. Um, and they hiding and all this stuff. And, um, the, the monster is sniffing through the window though. It can see them, but they can't see him. Um, I believe on that part and um he's sniffing because the more that they say it out loud it was able to um i don't know it was able to sniff something out it's something about the devil looking to see what it, it wants it wants you to let it in so that it can um see your fears and your worries So it's something about that. It's something about um, fears and worries, something about exposing it. And and I, I ain't going to even lie. I know a lot of people um, are very sensitive about the COVID, the pandemic thing. You know what I'm saying? Rightfully so. People have been dying. I, I ain't going to even lie. In the beginning, I, I honestly didn't think it was a real thing. Um, I, believe, I know what it is now. I have a better understanding of it. Um, and I'm sorry to everybody who's been affected by that, but I honestly feel like this pandemic was put on the world as a way to bear people's soul. It was to draw out the fear for people. That it was to draw out fear. Something about it. Um, it's something about this shit, y'all. I know I'm picking up on something. And then like this, this kind of random, right? Okay, so there's there's this angel. I believe it's called an ophanum or something. Um, it was, I don't know nothing about it. It's supposed to be mythical or whatever, but they're supposed to be like these watchers for God's throne or whatever, right? Okay, so to me, that reminds me of a drone, okay? Now I'm starting to sound all over the place, but just bear with me, y'all. Stay with me because I'm trying to, I'm trying to give a message here. Um, it reminds me of a drone or something like that. And, um, Speaking of robots, there's this show called Love, Death, Robots on Netflix right now. And there's, uh, I just got up on it, right? So I just started kind of watching it. But it definitely has a lot, it's very spot on in regards to humanity and stuff because they got this one episode where this, this chick makes this little vacuum robot. And then over time, she gives it free will to evolve and come up with its own ideas to better clean her pool. And I just thought that was so interesting because I just brought up the whole thing about um, identity. Our spirit comes here as just a spirit. You know, it doesn't know anything. It's just the spirit like a baby. 
over time, society and, and, and our circumstances and, and life here on earth, it programs our physical selves and our mind to, to react outwardly, to, to act some type of way in the outside world. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, 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 something about that programs what we project, the images that we project into our reality. Okay. Because I was picking up on something about flashing images too when I brought up 13 in my video from yesterday that I put on Instagram and on YouTube. So go check those out. But it was all to come up with this message right here. The devil is um, coming in different forms to people. So be careful who you open up to because I feel like something or someone wants to get to a woman um, but she wants to, not she, the, it's not, the, see, the dream I had, it's not that the woman was playing dumb. Y'all have to go check out my video on Instagram to know what I'm talking about. I had this dream, right, where this woman was playing dumb or whatever. But anyways, I don't believe that she was playing dumb. I think what it is, is this, this, there's this devil energy that wants to make you do things that you wouldn't normally do. It wants to bury your soul. It, it, um, just like that movie Urge, right? Y'all seen Urge where they took that drug and it made them um, indulge in shit like to the maximum, right? So they just couldn't even handle it no more. Some of them was dying and shit. Like one bitch was like fucking until she just fucking died. Or no, she she liked rough sex or something. And some nigga just choked her ass out and she died. Like it was really, it was insane. It was insane. You got to go check that movie out, though. But, um, yeah, man, there's something about that. Because the next message I had got was Vegas. And Vegas is, um, spiritually, is about indulging in all the wrong shit, basically. But um, who don't want to go to Vegas, you know? It's like a, a rite of passage or something. You know, you always feel like you have to... It's May 21st. When you hit 21, you want to go to Vegas, you know? But anyways... um. There's there's a message here, y'all. I hope y'all listening. There's a message here. This this devil energy is coming in, in different forms to people. It's coming as whatever you want it to be. Whatever your desire is, it's coming. And and there's a test to see how you identify. What what are you willing to do? How do you bear your soul? Fight or flight? Something like that, okay? Um Yeah, but I feel like when I brought up this dream I had about the curtains being drawn back on a woman's home, it was, it was a woman energy, right? The the devil wants to expose the woman. He wants to expose her. Oh, 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 oh. Now, and, and the woman, it, it's a tower moment. The woman in the tower, um, and the light hit her, and she came on her period or something. Y'all go check out I Pet Goat on YouTube. Um, there's a, a video called I Pet Goat, and there's a part on there where this, the woman, she's older, um, she kind of, what is she, like the seer or something? Because she, she obviously got to be like the seer. She old as hell. She in the tower. I don't know. Anyway, she old. It's an old lady in the thing, and this bright light shines on her. She falls back, comes on her fucking period and stuff. And it's something about the moon cycles and shit, too. Um, yeah.
I feel like I should leave it here because <laughs> that was a lot. Um, I don't even know if that made any sense to y'all, but just go check out some of the shit that I mentioned in this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. I know this was very all over the place. Um, for those of you who know what it's like to channel messages, um, tarot readers, anybody that's like in the spiritual, you know, business, y'all know what that's like when you start to channel stuff and, and, and it just, it's, it just comes so fast, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of like that. But thank you so much for listening. I hope that these messages help you to gain some clarity. I hope it, and myself, I hope that we all as humans wake up to the truth of things. And yeah, follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian. Stay tuned for my next episode. And until next time, be brave and have faith. Peace.